0: Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work.
3: Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience
3: serrano's mexican grill two locations one on tudor one on northern lights the northern lights location has their new tequila bar check it out also see their daily specials at serrano's mexican grill.com
0: the treehouse ak.com located at 341 boniface parkway alaska's own and grown cannabis and cbd store ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10 percent off the treehouse where the culture lives
2: the Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. With exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local budtender about A-
3: tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com.
0: Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider.
2: The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. down I was I was gonna do a little like big because I don't have one to crack. What do you What do you have?
4: Let's not you? talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> talk you have about a can? that before we go on the air. Those are supposed <laughs> to be pretty good. J.J. Watts. Beer, I think, uh,
2: oh, it is beer. Beer though. No. Oh. Is it ginger beer or something?
4: It's non-alcoholic.
2: Okay, keeping your uh, what did you call your January? The what? Dry. Dry dry January?
4: Minus my birthday which what is happened last extremely weekend. wet. <laughs> Deep end. That we need
2: dry end? Snow
3: January That's what we need. Yeah.
2: I was wondering what I was wondering what happened to you and Jamie? You guys just like did the Irish goodbye, man? Just just a full disappearance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I was like, uh, where'd they go? I, well, I guess it's time to go home.
4: I mean, I would love to tell you exactly what happened, but uh, okay. I don't know. That stays behind closed. Oh, okay, no, not exactly not, sure. It's just not there. Maybe it had something to do with the it's not behind shots. a closed door, or open door, or nothing. It's just not there. It's in a black room. That memory is gone.
2: Did that might have something to do with uh, uh, Kyle's little baseball bat?
4: Oh my gosh, oh, definitely, yeah. That Definitely. was crazy. <laughs> it's always Kyle,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> uh, welcome to Alaska Wild Project, episode 99. Um, tonight we are in the Palmer L House. Uh, we are live with our homies, Brandon, Jack. What up? Chad. And uh, we will have on our guy, Dave Johnson, from the BHA chair, um, as well as Adam from Fishpond. Um, A couple of things before we go, Uh, if you guys have not purchased one of the BHA beers, Um, They are for sale, and that is an entry for the raffle ticket. Um, If you want to sign up, you can go directly to James over there in the green shirt, green sweater. You can put your uh, phone to the um, little tag there and get the beer and for the raffle to be entry. Also, the first 15 people that sign up for BHA this evening, or if you already signed up this week, go ahead and give James your email. Uh, You will receive one-year subscription to Onyx. How's the audio? Can, can you guys hear? Can
2: everybody, You can hear it?
0: Sweet. Okay, okay good. Good. Good, 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 yeah, good. It
2: sounds weird to kind of bounce back. Um, a big gorgeous. thank
0: you also to um, uh, the brew house over there, Bear Paw, for uh, brewing up The Sky is Cracked. Uh, BHA Amber Ale, which is delicious. Um, with that purchase of that beer, you also receive a raffle ticket. So some of the stuff that's being g- going to be given away tonight is the uh, Fish Hound Expedition, uh, full day float for two in the Willow area. We have an NRS Chinook PFD, Mystery Ranch two hundred and fifty dollar credit, a Fish Pond four hundred dollar credit, a Grundin's four hundred dollar credit, and once again, the first fifteen people to sign up for BHA will get the one year subscription. If you need any more info on that go see james um at the table there and get signed up for that it's a good deal 35 bucks
4: and you get free uh on x which is 99 bucks so
2: well in the subscription bha you guys you get the the newsletters yeah. uh i get a t-shirt out of the deal
0: you get to support and it's a good cost. land that's, that's right it,
2: man totally
0: yeah. keep it public well i think that is the most important thing like I mean it's cool to receive uh, some gifts and drink some cool beers and stuff like that but it's also um in the benefit of not only ourselves but our children and our children's children as well
4: yeah we don't want to be texas which is like 96 percent privately owned
2: yeah we were talking about that on the drive out it's crazy you know just about like in general what bha represents and and the idea that we were kind of talking about the no road to ambler movement as we got the hoodies freshly custom made for the uh, for the event tonight and uh, it was like how the hell can you have taxpayers buy pay for something to get built that we can't access like that doesn't make any sense right?
4: Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do it all the
2: time. <laughs> well no they do but I'm just saying in general we talk about like the future of doing. you keep yeah. on doing that yeah. then and our kids' kids, kids don't get yeah. to access shit no more. Yeah that's yep. right. And it's you know, it's just like a no-brainer, man. We, it, it, you th- look at how much th- as things have changed since we were kids, and and then our parents and and uh, the folks before us talk about the way it was. Just give it another forty years, and what you know? Oh, we don't yeah. want this place blown open like
0: that. No, they'll they'll take it all. all if you it. let them, they'll take it all. That's yeah. It. And you made a good uh, point earlier. Um, just because it's backcountry hunters and anglers doesn't mean that it's only for people that are hunting and for fishing. It's people that are hiking, people that are trapping, yeah. people that are skiing, people that are snowboarding, people that are just out there um, enjoying the wilderness.
2: ATVs and, and off-road. I mean, it goes all the way around. Well, yeah, they're anyone ju- that they're... wants
3: to enjoy earth, you know, we should yeah. all have that right to yeah. enjoy the earth that we live on.
4: Yeah. yeah. They're public land advocacy group yeah not That's just it. hunters and anglers it's just fits in the
0: name
2: keep yeah. wildlands wild
0: keep wildlands wild there you go mm-hmm. um so they uh bha will be having a series of pint nights um i want to say this is maybe the th- second or third one this year mm-hmm. um with plans to do probably one a month i think james was saying yeah um, and so the next one, he's looking at Bleeding Heart and some of the ones in Anchorage. And, and I'm assuming they're going to do stuff in Fairbanks, um, Double Shovel Cider and Kodiak. We, we were talking about Pena doing Peninsula, once.
2: I think we're talking about,
0: too. Yep. So all over the state where uh, all these awesome breweries and people are brewing up all this cool stuff, it would be good to uh, do stuff so that people that are in these outside areas are not having to drive all the way to Palmer or Anchorage to uh, enjoy one of these events. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and there's a large, you know, group and population of people in those areas that are willing to support this uh, this movement, too. So it would be easier for
0: us to go to them. Is there a brewery like in Sitka? Yeah, there was.
3: Uh, you know, I think it closed down, when, but we went there. To the when brewery? We were down on that deer hunt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it called? Uh, anyway, yeah, I think they closed down. There like
2: is. the deer hunt?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, sh- yeah, shit The unreleased on. podcast <laughs> story.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sitka. <laughs> join our patreoncom project You might get that. Story. Yeah, you yeah. might yeah. hear that. We might that have story. to
3: re-record that again.
0: And that's yeah. no yeah.
2: disrespect to Sitka as a community. Wonderful, beautiful place. There just was happened to be an experience oh, in the yeah. general area that. Yeah. It a little bit on the shitty side.
3: Yeah, it, the, it was a shitty shit experience care. for sure. Yeah, Sitka is a wonderful place, man. Oh, I'd love. I always want to make sure
2: that I like emphasize that part because it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. To be uh, misrepresented. Get <laughs> you know that saying? background
3: information out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go on a boat for a year after that trip. <laughs>
2: Didn't you buy a boat just the next year? It was a year like after? a year
3: after that, okay. yeah. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, lots of Coast shake, Guard inspections and yeah, yeah. lots of stuff going on after that. Yeah, I got yeah. like this nerdy, nerdy checklist, and uh, yeah, we're not gonna have those problems out there.
0: Make sure everything's nice and square. And yeah. Sounds like yeah. the Winter King my, Derby to me,
3: yeah. My dinghy my yeah. hasn't sunk yet, so uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's important to uh, have some of those experiences where things. Things don't go 100% the way you think it's going to go oh, so yeah. that you can realize maybe what t- what type of fault you had or what type of gear didn't work or you forgot or some cited safety thing that maybe you thought that you had covered and you were always ready for it but yep. then you realize you're not.
3: It's a learning experience and it also gives you the confidence to deal with a real shitty situation when that will present itself and if it's not your group to help another group and act cool, act quick you know, in the, in the field. That's so important. So, uh, I mean, we were blessed for that situation. It really sucked. And it, I mean, I think that year I got, I was given a tuna fishing trip for my birthday in Hawaii and I wouldn't get on the boat. So <laughs> it was, yeah, with James Miller. Yeah,
4: I know. I, they call all my fish for me. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, my, uh, it uh, sounds like winter King Derby with my experience there with, James's boat taking on water. Oh yeah, S- steering went out. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Grabbed <laughs> the oar, <laughs> <rigors broke. laughs> like, Everything went wrong. Uh, yeah, you just sometimes you just got to go to shore. That's we have to. <laughs> yeah, in straight lines. Because There's no steering when you're under power. <laughs> Literally, like go straight until you can't turn, and then we'll turn. And,
0: oh, that's uh, right. With the
4: oar, <laughs>
0: nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. Is it all fixed up for this year? Uh I
4: believe so I don't know I was hoping to get invited On a different boat (laughs) To be honest So did they move it up To better fishing Or no Is it still later
3: Yeah no
2: it's in March now Yeah Yeah. right. They
0: moved it up They moved it up Like an entire month
3: Oh they did I think too
2: They're like original time It used to
0: be in March Yeah
3: it did Yeah
0: Like where it was I thought it was in February I thought it used Uh, to be in February
2: I always thought well No, it I think a
0: long time ago when it first sta- it well, I don't March. know when it first started but it was in February and now let me look at the calendar oh I thought I had it written down here
4: it's like three weeks they moved it up like three weeks right oh, okay. when was it middle of April
0: yeah now
2: I, I want to say it's yeah. yeah. March I got it. I'll,
1: I'll look
0: it 17th yeah I think it's let me just triple check for I the I want listeners. to do it in December. Yeah, March, it's, it's March good. 18th.
4: <laughs> okay.
2: When there's like four hours of daylight. And when all the good <laughs> fishing
4: is.
3: So
2: the <laughs> week before the
4: meat
0: party. <laughs> right. yes. yes. Before the meat yep, party. Yep, yeah, That's
2: exactly yeah. right.
0: Because the meat party is the 25th. Yep. Which is the weekend before the Ash Cup? Yes. All
3: right. Yeah, as we were doing the calendar at home, (laughs) it's just like it's filling up. Uh, I said,
0: uh, "It is. You better put something down on there." (laughs) Then SCI. When's that? Uh, SCI uh, the twenty second
2: of April. That That was late in April. Yep. Yeah, I got. I got the. We put a like an event checklist on our master note, and
4: too many events.
2: March is like super crammed. Yeah, I mean it's just a lot. We got the Sheep Banquet, Winter King Derby Meat Party. Is there a little bit of feedback going on?
0: I think it's just for us. It sounds good. Oh, okay. I think okay. if you just back it's up good? a little okay. bit from it. Maybe okay, right. maybe not. Yeah, I'm not so hearing so it.
2: Must be because you hear that yeah. like. Oh
0: yeah,
2: oh yeah, there it is, big time.
1: Yeah.
0: Hot mic. That, Hot there you go. go. Yeah. It's all right. Getting warmed yeah. up. We'll, in we'll, have,
2: we'll find the. We'll find the. Well, it was. I think it's louder than maybe we thought it was going to be in here, isn't it? Maybe a little bit. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> And I'm looking around I'm like all the tables are full. Holy shit, everybody showed up.
0: <laughs> I think we went like 10 notches where we originally thought it was going like, to be. i yeah,
2: yeah, that sounds I good, actually man.
0: think if we lower it over there a hair, we'll be uh, able to turn the, on this. The, on the speaker. Yeah. We can turn this up. But as long as it's not feedback and. Yeah. I don't as hear
1: as it out listeners.
2: there.
0: Yeah, it's only in our ears, which we can we can hang out. Oh, there's Niedermeyer. Right on. Really good crowd today. Thank yeah. you, for everyone, for coming out. Absolutely. Oh, no, that's not Neatomar. That's a different James. There's so many Jameses. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of yeah. Jameses, a lot of Daves <laughs>
3: here. I'm trying to
2: keep up, man.
3: They, it Might be his Doppler, though. <laughs> I think. No, Doppelganger.
0: It is, yeah. a, is it his Doppelganger? Yeah, I Look think at so. him. That's pretty cool. It is his Doppelganger. Yeah. That's,
2: that's yeah. him, right? We're that is. No,
0: that's on. the other James. Yeah. Oh, Jason. It's Jason? Yeah. Jason? Yeah. Oh, that's Jason.
1: hmm Wow.
0: Yeah, might as well you be James. There's so many man. J's. I, I swear, all the BHA boys have the same name: yeah, it's Brad, Dave,
2: yeah. James.
0: Yeah, I talked to Niedermeyer on the way out, so I would be like, "Oh, what? You're, you're following me in the car? <laughs> you showed up here, bro." <laughs> um, have you been to the timeout lounge ever? Where is the timeout lounge? It is on uh, Tudor old and Old Seward.
4: Right next to I'm the dealership The Jeep dealership No, I have dealer. not
0: been to Tutor a Tudor and Old lines. Seward
2: on the left side going Missing north Missing out
0: The average age is 76 What? And these people are Jack Party
3: Really? Is and there a dancing. buffet in there? Is it a place that has like prime rib Sunday? No
0: Oh, oh. I could see that happening there Like, there a, taco, they like a taco Tuesday prime yeah, rib I mean Sunday type Oh of yeah if you want to be the young guy uh-huh. at the bar, nice. like I'm 44, <laughs> I felt like the super it's the young opposite guy. of Estreet. No. They're like, you got yeah. some color on that beard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the senior center pioneer. Oh,
3: man, that's yeah. cool. That's so, what it was. Do so they have so a bowl?
2: Wait, what's that?
3: They
4: have a bowl?
2: A
5: bowl?
4: You know, a mechanical bowl? Oh,
2: no, oh, no, no man, no, no, maybe no, one day. No, they it's
5: did. classy. It's it is, classy. Though. No, it was classy. Is it? Yeah. Well,
4: it's like super clean dive bar. Wow. So Saturday, everyone is like unbelievably nice.
2: Saturday we celebrated Chad's 39th birthday.
4: All right, and For the uh, tenth time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and we're at the we're at the restaurant. Hey, let's go to the Time I'm like, oh, cool, man. I've never been there. That sounds great. Like it's a prestigious not prestigious. It's just a kind of legendary uh-huh. Anchorage bar, right? All right. We roll in there, and I'm like, um, huh? It's like. 65 and up, like Ugh. everybody in there. I'm like, Oh,
4: this is where you wanted to go. My wife uh, picked it, uh, it was ours. a good call, too,
2: dude. So, yeah. live band yeah, shows up. Oh, and really? Then, and real and close. then the bar just like fills swing, up.
4: swing music, or
0: uh, no? they had a mix. I mean, country road was oh, on. nice, dude. yeah.
4: Oh, they had a, a they were like there a Hawaiian was band in there, yeah, a Hawaiian there was band s- that was playing, like they played everything, but they had like a little bit of a Hawaiian, yeah. was it like uh, H3? H4 It wasn't H It was like H4
2: <laughs> I think I even heard Credence Credence Clearwater yeah. Like oh, I, They right
4: were They were cranking
2: it Anyway was, It was
4: great Yeah It was great To
2: go into a bar You haven't really been to before And you think you've been to them all And you go in there And The bouncer's like The nicest guy you've ever met Uh huh The bartender Like the vibe in there Everybody's Polite And kind Yeah And like Not that cockstrong, strong Like Is it like, like
0: a Midwest bar then It I could be yeah, maybe. I ordered I five know. drinks. Did they all have Viking hats? It was $26. <laughs> Oh, really? Five it's drinks. It's like reasonably
3: priced, too. I mean, yeah. I'm talking
0: like vodka sodas, tequila, like beers. Castle, man. It was Wow.
3: Like, I want to go check this place out now. Dude, no, it was it legit. It's yeah. a good spot.
0: Old huh. dudes are dancing. Ladies are like winking at you. <laughs> like old oh, grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> <She's laughs> like Alexia got asked to dance by like three dudes. Awesome. <laughs> All 80. Did she go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, did. Nice. she made
2: their night, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's like taking pictures <laughs> with her. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was so,
4: it was so good. Yeah, my he boy. he was taking pictures. Billy like, wait, Crum wait, wait, wait. and his girl, like, stayed till 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they were, like, sending me and my wife photos with, like, random people, like, till 3 a.m.
0: That's awesome. Just closed it down?
2: Yeah,
4: totally. <laughs> they closed it down.
2: It was just, ultimately, you know, it was really refreshing to go to a place where, you know, you didn't, like, bump into somebody and they were like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah you know and it was like everybody was polite and kind and nice and it felt safe not that yeah. bars don't feel safe it right. just felt like you know it yeah. was just a really refreshing like experience man for like a yeah. bar experience
4: yeah and I was a, really just like
2: the whole time I was like
4: dirty bar yeah <laughs> you normally that's like okay we might get in a fight <laughs> but it'll be fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was like not you could feel the energy yeah, yeah. yeah like this kid we were outside like smoking like right by the door and he's like hey uh I mean, you guys can't really smoke here but i was like oh is there somewhere we should go he's like yeah just around the corner he's like no, super polite yeah, yeah, about no. it <laughs> he went and, like go. checked to make sure that ali was like safe no, <laughs> before we <laughs> went back there that's it. awesome <laughs> it was awesome this is good stuff
2: that was a, that was a good good question though because yeah, i, I yeah. wanted to talk about that so bad it's like that was like a really fun time, man. We need to talk about that. It needs to be known. I guess we're going to be We a
0: bunch of twenty-one year olds there no, now. No, the yeah,
2: don't ruin it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think crowds. a lot of
3: twenty-one year olds listen to our podcast. Time out. No vacancy. <laughs> I think we're good.
1: That's, That's a good true. point. Yeah.
2: I, you know, our demographic isn't quite clear in our analytics. Right. Like, we know where people are listening from, mm-hmm. as far as like all around the world in the country, but it never. It doesn't.
0: It's 25 to like
2: 40. Oh, it's really broad. Yeah. It's but 25 it's, to 80. That's, yeah. yeah. that's,
4: that's not young to you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it 25 is. 25 to 40. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a 21.
2: 21, not 21 though. Yeah. So they're not yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys stay Keep at the Pio. those guys up.
4: out of there. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not in the outdoors <laughs> yet. They're at <laughs> no, the no, they're not, and They're hunting right. other things.
2: They're hunting other things. They'll get into hunting at about 28.
4: When they start getting hangovers.
1: Yeah. I so was like
4: 35 before I had one. Oh man! Damn,
2: we had all sorts of uh, ambitions of going ice fishing yesterday too.
4: Oh, I didn't. They're like,
2: yeah, we'll go by like one. You know, like we'll be up and ready by one. I don't. I didn't hear from you. I was like, thank God, please don't reach out. <laughs> <laughs> on my way to Sand Lake, I would be like, oh yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, nursing, make, I'm nursing uh, a headache, laying on Rena's lap, and she's like, <laughs> rubbing my head. I was,
4: pl- I was planning on snowboarding. <laughs> No. Didn't happen, did it? No. (laughs) I didn't even
0: think about it. Didn't even cross my mind.
2: Oh, yeah. I was like, I
0: bet it's not a pow day. We're good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of great venues, uh, thank you to uh, the Palmer House for having us out here. Um, It's one of those places that uh, when you're on your way back um from some sort of adventure on the Glen highway whether you're up by paxton or Valdez or um eureka. even further eureka out there it's one of those places that you're trying to hit up on the way back um i think jack and i on our on our sheep hunt or our caribou hunt or something on the lake, yeah. yeah we tried to come back and it was just they must have had a concert or something going on yeah. it was just packed there was, was like no way we could get in here but it kind of reminds me of one of those places like uh, like Eureka Lodge, Sheep um, Creek Lodge, Sheep Creek Lodge um, one of those places that you want to hit up on the way back yeah. from wherever it is that you're out. And you're always in like some kind of dirty yeah. boots and yeah. like, underwear you had yeah. on for four days and you're just for okay sure. to come in here and have yeah. a beer and eat some good food.
3: I one of my favorite Saturdays is to you know like these unplanned Saturdays in the summer is just come out here and do Lazy Mountain. I don't know if you ever done Lazy Mountain. It's absolutely stay on the left side. Don't do the moose one, but go up straight straight up the steep part, and it's really nice. But plan it around the nights they have live music here, which is usually every Saturday. And you come grab pizza or whatever afterwards. It's great. It's just like such a chill Saturday compared to our normal like you know weekend warrior Saturdays. And uh, yeah, it's worth it
2: is, yeah. We, we had a really cool meeting with Cor- the Corey's. Uh, Corey the owner here and uh, GM Corey, uh, gracious uh, host, and uh, invited us in with open arms and uh, you know, their emphasis really was heavy on like the local community such as this this event, you know, to promote uh, uh, community togetherness uh, and the live music, bringing people together here. Yeah, yeah. that's a good you know, venue. That, that, that's the point and, and We were talking about this before we we got on tonight. Uh, Chad and I's kind of like breakthrough first time we ever hung out really was on a sheep hunt.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And we went up, got our sheep, had a hell of an adventure. And on our way back, I was like, man, I'm starving. Yeah. Let's go eat something. So let's go to the Palm Real House. Sure enough, we stumbled right in here. I don't know. I, we ate way more food than you probably would normally eat.
0: Yeah. Well, that's pretty normal <laughs> what I eat. That's more than what you normally eat. Last <laughs> well, after you have eaten, uh, you know, freeze-dried no, food. No, we man. weren't. Oh, you guys were the razor, bro? We weren't having
2: freeze on we anything, we're pork loin,
1: food. and <laughs> 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 we had, uh, I think it was yeah, at least yeah.
2: like sandwiches, Miller Lights, and like uh, spicy noodle bowls. I that we shit is <laughs>
4: not a normal. <laughs> <plant>. No, no, <laughs> no but, jet boil going on. No to, to, straight up. To
2: Daniel's point, though, man, it was like to roll in here with the razor on the trailer, muddy with the bloody ram oh, yeah. sticking out. We popped in here for some pizza and breadsticks it was it was amazing man it was awesome Is that
0: freshy? Freshy coming with the BHA mugs? Oh, they had those at they so had those amazing.
4: at uh, Brewing oh, when nice. they were there those were nice, money. Dude. It's like the classic old school
2: cup. Yeah, yeah that's
0: yeah. like yeah, the Upper is. Huffman mug. Yeah, it is. Right
2: is. On. nice. It looks it looks I like it looks metal but right. it's glass. Is that the, that? the no, I think those are metal with like that ceramic no, coating no, on. Oh, there's our no, metal. Yeah, I think so. Oh shit. Like the old cowboy coffee. Yeah, yeah. Looks the same. Yeah, it yeah we it,
4: We tried to
3: uh, sandblast the metal ones like that, and then they get all rusty.
2: Oh, it's okay. pretty <laughs> rad, dude.
3: Yeah. Oh, so they yeah. look
0: really super rusty.
3: Yeah, there. That's all we got on the boat are those old ones. Like, that. oh, really? Yeah, they yeah, nice. Oh,
0: nice. yeah. Oh, speaking of coming back, I spotted the. Um, the main waitress that you see at Eureka Lodge, the oh, blonde lady, yeah. she was in here eating. Nice. When we were setting up, I was like, "Man, this has got to be legit." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she's she in here. She looked at me, yeah. and I looked at her. I was like, "We know each other," but yeah, she's probably yeah. seen a lot of dirty dudes <laughs> come through there. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: she was like, yeah, "Blueberry she had pie tangy with us." Blueberry <laughs>
0: pie <laughs> and a Eureka burger. Oh, and yeah. I know yeah. you. <laughs> Is that the most blown up bathroom?
4: Uh, I would say the hub. Oh, oh yeah, the oh, the yeah. Good call. The hub yeah. is like the yeah. hub, yeah. Like the hub is so blown up, they have outhouses. Yeah, there's lines also for it. the lines, and there's yeah. lines for those. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. blown up. Yeah. All right, and yeah. maybe Girdwood. Yeah. Girdwood, yeah. Girdwood's, Girdwood's pretty pretty gas oh, station. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Girdwood is because uh, the hub. I don't think it's just like a single use.
4: Yeah, the yeah, hub probably yeah. sees more traffic. But Girdwood, those, like, Girdwood's
2: truckers. multiple. You can use yeah. a urinal and a toilet. Yeah, yeah.
4: Girdwood's like tourists. <laughs>
3: the hub is like truckers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Girdwood, dude. So, really, real if you up. need to go there, you just go get a piece of pizza and go and coast. You know, like <laughs> okay. that's yeah, like you bad. gotta you <laughs> to make it. You don't a use that one. You know, <laughs> That'll make like, a purchase. I'll, yeah,
1: eat the oh pizza. Eat God. the slice. The, you the
3: pre you know pre-made slice.
2: I love the Eureka Lodge though. If you know when you walk out of the bathroom. In the hallway, there's the picture of the trucker. Like it's a classic painting of the trucker in the woods. There's a black bear that stands up and he's like running back to his truck with his like toilet paper and his pants halfway down. And then the other one next to it is the dude sitting in his lot in his cabin. Going to the bathroom and the bear like smashes the door down. <laughs> yeah. He's like naked sitting on the toilet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we, got some good, we got some good stuff. That, I like that trophy room in there too. It's
2: always
3: yeah. nice. Oh, to that do is, that's legit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that one's, that one's nice. You got a beautiful Wolverine in there.
0: Um, I think it's uh, time for a quick little break and we're going to come back with uh, Dave Johnson uh, from BHA. Hopefully he's done eating.
2: Oh, is he still eating pizza?
0: where's he at? Oh, he's ready to go. All right, we'll be right back.
3: Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights, or check out their custom website and reference tool at
5: barneysports.com.
2: The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan. BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery, pint nights, and more. Stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org.
0: The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day, because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store.
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers, custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com.
1: Yeah? Yeah, it looks like they didn't get the two-point conversion,
2: still
0: 24-6. Alright guys, we're back here. Dave, thanks for coming on. Hey, Welcome, thanks for having man. me, guys. Hell yeah, good did to you, be here.
2: Did you get
6: some chow? Uh, well, I didn't know exactly what the the food format was going to be here, so okay. I had a, a big late lunch. Nice. Oh, you had a big late lunch. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. can Oh, well, we oh. Like, oh <laughs> Base shack in the house. <laughs> oh, bye, man. What's, What's, up? <laughs> What's up, Dustin? Come here come, up, here.
0: come here. Hey, last time. Last time. Last time. <laughs> I saw
3: this man. I'm like, oh, I hey, had my slip, hey. like shit. Was <laughs> that dropping off your kid or? That's <laughs>
1: cool. That was all they
0: had fucking Oh, it's, it's, early.
3: it's I got early. Two Vikings and those kids, like, it's just like me zoned into them, like, we're getting you into school on time. You're not going to beat any other kids up. You're going to treat everyone with respect. I don't see anyone else. Hey, Daniel,
1: I'm not What's up, man? <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <does> <laughs> there's a little feedback in ours it's not really on the outside though. Is oh, that, okay. Is that what it, okay good, yeah. uh, good it's good. just in our headphones <laughs> better us than them right yeah, yeah well that's yeah. what we were
2: hoping and then the recording we'll see how it goes might be a little extra on the on the uh on the editing
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's what you better. get a big bucks for right <laughs> that's yeah. it man yeah, yeah. something so like the that check's on the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've, been,
2: they've been saying that for a couple of years now <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, as I was researching you, Dave, um, I didn't realize that you are the harbor master. Harbor the boat master. Harbor master and Kodiak. Yep. And I just yeah. imagine that you have must have seen or been called to the most ridiculous things that have happened in that harbor or in that ramp. Anyone that spends any kind of time in any kind of ramp
1: <laughs> and you just
0: witness people that don't know how to back up a trailer, <laughs> don't know how to attach Come in the trailer, coming in hot, there's double, there's people things. I, I was wondering if you could, out. <laughs> if you could uh, enlighten us with one of the uh, stories maybe uh, that you've seen. You know,
6: there's never a dull day at the harbor, and One of the things I love about the job, right, is that every single day is going to be a giant dose of crazy, and it's never the same dose twice. Um, oh my god. Uh, we had a kid, <laughs> you know, whatever he was uh, partaking in that day, he decided uh. that... Uh, Full tilt boogie on his F two fifty, straight forward off the rocks into the bay was the way to go.
1: <laughs> oh man! So
6: oh this this story gets better. So this kid gets swims out of his truck, climbs up the rocks, starts walking back towards town. Witnesses mm. called this in. He paused, went back down, swam back into the truck, grabs some a bag out
2: of it, and then walked away. <laughs> 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 oh! He's like, wait a minute, that thing I was actually working on, <laughs> right, I, I yeah. forgot that. It's a really
0: there? big school project, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was, This science yeah. project. I mean, like, the police department pretty much followed the wet footprints to arrest the guy, but
6: yeah.
1: Oh, my oh goodness.
0: Man. Oh, he got arrested. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to throw your truck into the ocean? <laughs> Generally speaking, yeah. They, I'm pretty they sure there's going to
2: be some sort of investigation following yeah. something like that. They ended up getting the truck out of there?
6: They did. It was okay. actually, uh, we've got a local... Uh, Company called Highmark Marine does amazing work and um, recovery
2: type. Yeah, they do
6: boat salvage and stuff. They brought out the big. It was kind of fun, right? You've seen how many times you like seen a truck tow a boat.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never a seen times. a boat
6: tow a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Other way around. Yeah, so they filled it Not with these float bags. <laughs> yeah, so they filled it with float
1: bags. Yeah, pumped
6: yeah. them
2: full of air, floated the truck, tied yeah. a couple lines, and oh, towed yeah. it to the launch ramp and pulled it out with a, Is that how they yeah, did that's it? That's awesome. I wondered. I was had envisioned they'd like have a crane type thing on a barge that would like reach in, grab it, and like plop it. That's what I was envisioning, but
6: yeah this was a lot faster I mean, we uh, we had that thing out of the water in like four hours between the wow. harbor skiff and their work and yeah and they had yeah.
2: divers that went down yep. and actually yeah, yeah.
1: that's, that's how they recover
6: boats in Prince William sound too they yeah. the airbags
1: float them yeah. up yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah, he gave us the city discount, and it still wasn't cheap. It wasn't
1: cheap. <laughs> 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 was that
3: That's, over on like the the city side or the yeah. l- small boat side? Or it was, the, yeah, it was on the, s- uh,
6: <clears throat> What we call the spit, right oh, there, yeah. where yeah. the jetties are going yeah. into the uh, city side.
3: Yeah, okay.
2: And is there? Is it that often that someone's actually like launching a boat on a trailer, though? In Not in Kodiak, yeah. Because um, I was thinking about that, like Homer, Sewer, right. Whittier. You got like that oh. weekend warriors that are dunking it, but mm. Kodiak. I'm imagining you put your boat in there; it, it stays in the slip most of the time. I mean, or
6: we've got a lot of wreck boaters. Nothing compared to like you know Whittier, Homer, Sewer. Yeah, of like,
2: course. Yeah. I mean,
6: there's nothing more entertaining than sitting at the Homer boat launch and watching
2: what happens. Uh, yeah. Have you ever oh, been to yeah. Whittier's? I haven't. Oh, oh it's a yeah. shit show. Man, that one's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah.
3: Sunday at home- four thirty.
2: <laughs> yeah, home releases what three three well I guess Whittier's three lanes too, but it's uh
3: Yeah.
2: You get that wind coming in off the off the mountain and a lot of people with bigger boats than they know what to handle. Yeah. It, it gets a little contentious. Yeah. It does. <laughs>
6: yeah. Hey, we we used to always call that all dollars, no sense. <laughs>
2: that's funny that's it how long yeah. have you been doing that job
6: i've only been in uh going on a year now okay. oh okay just under a okay. year
2: yeah and i and i overheard uh <clears throat> earlier tonight you mentioned you just got yourself a nice boat yeah just got I, into a big boat
6: yeah yeah got uh i got a 28 foot kingfish here it's nice. a perfect boat for kodiak i can get it all the way around the other side of the island go deer hunting in the fall and
2: beautiful it's uh
6: yeah it's amazing it's yeah. uh you know, we had our first boat, and it had like that weird, awkward forward head. And I've got a you know, wife and daughter, and they hated it. Yeah. They hated going in the five-gallon bucket. So, oh, yeah. you know, when we decided to upgrade, you know, there was two requirements. I said I wanted aft steering because yep. I hated sitting up front on nice days. Everybody's out on the back having yeah. a beer. And Thanks, Boomer.
3: Yeah. Sitting there like, hey, hope you guys are having fun back there. Yeah. You can't hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. Trolling's going well. It's yeah, sunny. Exactly. Uber day. So, yeah,
2: they wanted a
6: stand-up head, so that was uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well,
2: and it makes for really good storage too, that's doesn't right. it? Fishing yeah. pole Hanging storage. rain jackets and, and fishing poles, and yeah. you can lock yep. it all up in there. Yeah.
6: yeah, that's a game changer, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's yeah. I can sleep five adults on it pretty comfortably.
3: So, with uh, you know, the crab season out out in the bearing close, it sounds like uh, the deadliest catch is coming to you. They are. Yeah, we've got
6: uh giant, well, hopefully, right? Like they've got the largest tanner craft quota since 86 right. in Kodiak right now, but uh the fishermen are banded together and I, I give them credit. They're uh, holding out for prices cuz okay. Last year they were getting 8 bucks a pound for those tanners and now they're getting offered 250. Okay. So, it's you know, at that point the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Right. They're uh they're, they're sitting tight, you know. So the
3: boats are there ready they're to go. They're
6: all they're all ready to go but yeah. all i think 150 something boats are planning on participating in the fishery or yeah. still at the docks
3: so wow. in december when i was out there at night i saw a lot of crab boats dunking pots were they just like testing yeah, what's going on. yeah they're that? allowed
6: to do test sets okay yeah see that way that when they go out they can i mean some of these guys got it wired pretty tight they can go fill their quota in like a week
3: yeah 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 they got the right spots. We we did set some traps and we did get some uh, some, yeah. some pots and we did get some tanners.
6: Yeah, we did we did the same on my hunt in December. Next, it was very good.
2: Late. Now, how long is like a soak on something like that compared to say shrimping for spot ponds? Like, is it what, what is it similar style? Or?
6: So for the commercial guys, I couldn't say. Like we just we would set pots for our hunt. You know, just kind of it was really working around the hunt more than yeah. sure soaking sure, yeah. right. Like we'd, yeah. Set the pots when we had time. Go hunt for the day, and then maybe if we we're changing spots, we go pick up the spots pots and okay. yeah. see how we did.
3: Okay, yeah.
2: there was no like decide 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, 12 it's, hours, it's like
3: when that. it works out because yeah. that you're usually like moving. At least like from my experience, you're. You, you, it's when you're moving between spots. Okay, like you wouldn't yeah. want to just go out to where the you know some. of the, I guess sometimes you could set them inside in some days that you're going to hunt in, but it was like moving in between spots for us. So it was like. 12 hours or like two days, you
0: know? Okay, depending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I always found that it was um, odd, or maybe, I guess, odd is the word, that you c- you need a license to drive a car, you need a license to drive a motorcycle, you need a permit to learn how to drive these things, but you can go out and spend a whole bunch of money, $100,000 on a nice boat, and you don't need any type of license or any type of permit for that. Right. Um, which is insane.
6: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. In my previous life, I saw the consequences of that daily.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, let's get into that because you were were in the Coast Guard, correct? I was, yeah. A little over 20 years. A little over 20. Was that in Kodiak? Uh,
6: About eight of it.
0: Oh, about eight of it. Yeah. Okay. And were you... Um, I know that you're a helicopter pilot as well. Was that in the Coast Guard or was that previously? Yeah, previous? that was in the Coast Guard. That was in the Coast Guard. Yeah. Did you learn to fly before you joined the Coast Guard or was that something you joined and then they're like, we're going to send you to flight school?
6: Right. So we, the Coast Guard sends their uh, pilot candidates to Navy's, the Navy's flight school down in Pensacola, Florida. And then you learned the Navy teaches to, teaches you to fly for about a year and a half. And then you go to a Coast Guard course of, like, two to three months, depending on the airframe, to teach you how to fly the specific aircraft you're going to fly in the Coast Guard.
0: Okay, okay. And were you uh, a student?
1: <laughs>
6: uh, academically, <laughs> I, I got in a little bit of trouble in uh, flight school a few times. So yeah. It was uh, it's a little different. You know, the Navy kids go right from, like... College straight into their flight school. Um, I'd been on an icebreaker down in Antarctica for the last two years, uh, so when I got to Pensacola, I was kind of ready to cut loose a bit. Yeah, wasn't didn't really align with what they had in mind. So <laughs> yeah, took a little. I had to kind of reel myself in, but
3: got through it. Were you the type of pilot that the other guys were happy to be flying with that day and the, the storm, or were they? I'd like to think so. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I,
6: I I think uh, you know there are. Probably a lot of guys out there who flew a lot better than me, Uh Um, but I always, I guess, took a lot of pride in like making good decisions, yeah, Uh, because that's what you control, right? Like, you spend an extra ten minutes planning it out, yeah, you don't have to worry about running out of fuel, yeah. that, That was what I always tried to teach people when I was an instructor too. Was like. It's usually not as big of an emergency as you think it is. You can always give yourself a couple more minutes to plan.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, man, Freddie was an engineer. We were talking about him earlier. He, on a, on one of the one of the guys, one of those choppers and his first whole, you know, Coast Guard experience. He was out there for twelve years, and he would t- tell stories about like there are certain crews that you're like, "Yes, I'm with you through this shit," and we're gonna get go through a lot more shit. And then there's other days you're like, "Damn it." <laughs>
6: Well, and I, I think, I mean, I could, I could go on about it, right? But, yeah. you know, you look at the, the whole military construct and how it goes back to, you know, Revolutionary War era, and you're talking, like, where you had your officer corps that all had college degrees, yeah. and you had your enlisted side, which, like, back then, I mean, they were living, right? Yeah. Like they literally put an X for their pay stubs. Um, and some wow. of that tradition holds over, unfortunately. Right. And so you get guys who, like, you know, I always said... You know, there are days where you're told to do something, and you know it's going to suck. Yeah. Um, but if it's safe, you you, you go do it. And, yeah. Um, I always found a lot. I had a lot more success by telling my crew, like, "Hey guys, today's a shit sandwich, and we're all going to have to take a bite." Right. Rather than rather than the whole. Hey guys, this is a really important mission, and we're gonna do like they see through that shit. Yeah, like
4: totally.
6: Everybody's smart. Yeah. Right? I mean, I've worked with so many guys from all ranks who have like master's degrees and stuff. And yeah, you're not fooling me. No, no, so. no,
3: no, no. no yeah. not at all. And it's like such a cool way to see Alaska. I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of times you didn't know where you're gonna be going, and mm-hmm. you 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 know, it's like hunting where like you're out there for the day, and you you don't know what route you're gonna end up taking yeah. and how your day is gonna go, and that's how it how it was you know in, in the coast guard but you got to see like some rad parts of alaska Wait, oh, yeah. what's some of like the, the coolest things that you've seen from there
6: uh flying in between the diomedes oh yeah is oh. pretty cool like there was a russian uh, navy boat right uh-huh. on their side of the line uh-huh. and i was flying right on our side all of the right line. that's just pretty surreal experience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know flying flying the west coast of alaska you see you know Walruses, seals. Yeah. I mean, I've seen hundreds of porpoises all at once just right like, oh, in the yeah, yeah, streets yeah. there out by Dutch. It's. Yeah. You know, I, I always thought of, like high school sports in Alaska was the best way to see the state. Yeah. But then, like, oh, all yeah. the parts of the state I
0: didn't see. Yeah. You can move that over. I like saw on on the everywhere. Coast Guard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So.
2: Yeah. Did you, you ever a get unique a stuff.
3: fly over the Valley of 10,000 Smokes? Oh,
6: yeah. 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 That is an amazing flight.
1: Yeah.
2: Where yeah, 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 is that? That's.
6: Where the uh, that big volcanic eruption in like 1918 was um, uh, on the ch- on the chain? Well, it's bef- it's on the peninsula before the chain it's starts. like, sou- sou-
3: like southwest like, of Lake Clark.
2: Yeah. Oh,
6: okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's really cool.
6: There's it- places where like the ash is still like a thousand feet deep or something. Whoa. Yeah. That's like insane. when the wind blows strong out of the west, Kodiak has to shut down its airport because ash from 100 four years ago gets it resuspended. Blows off the top. Yeah.
2: Is that right? Yeah. It compacted so much but there's still a surface dust that comes yeah. over. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild over there. I'll that bet. is wild. What was it? what was it like living in what what's it like living in Kodiak? Like what just the culture, the lifestyle, the community itself. Like what um, I love that place.
6: Me too. I, and I
2: just visited it yeah. and I'm like, man, I could live here, but like when you do live there, what is it like? Is this um, different when you visit and you say you'd live at a yeah. place versus actually living there every day?
6: Uh, um, I think honestly I'd say Kodiak sucks and okay. nobody
2: <laughs> ever oh, should move there. Yeah. Stay away. Yeah. 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 Nobody else should come to Kodiak. Okay. <laughs> There's yeah, enough know, people
0: there. Yeah. No, it's, That's what
2: the locals kept telling me. Yeah. like, you don't want to live here. I'm like, oh God. Okay, no, okay. It is, you know, <laughs> Kodiak's amazing.
6: I love it. Yeah. It's uh, It reminds me so much of Seward when I was a kid. Um, you know commercial fishing town, still rough around the edges, yeah. Alaska, like it was when we grew up, so sure,
2: sure, and it's still got really cool, unique backcountry. Like, it's All like right. Jurassic Park, man, <clears throat> it is just a different place. Yeah,
6: my favorite, like, one of my favorite deer hunting spots is a eight minute drive from my house.
2: Yeah, go and figure, it's
6: like a five mile hike in, I'm uh-huh. um, up on top of the uh, it's called. Um, <clears throat> Devils Peaks, and yep. I'm yeah. walking a Ridgeline. line. I got deer on both sides.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. that's super that's, cool. That's Kodiak, yeah That access is unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Well, and I, I took a trip there years back, and I didn't realize that there was a missile defense silo there. I I never went to a spot where I saw I saw cattle, I saw bison, I saw elk, deer, bear, and guys surfing. <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah. All in Surfer's one day. Beach. Yeah. All in one day, I saw all this stuff, and I'm like. Where else in the world do you go where you yeah. see something like this? And it was in the end of November. Yeah. You know? And you wouldn't have been able to tell what time of year it was by my photos. Right. You know? Because it was like... Y- y- you could have schooled anybody it was the end of August or January. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there wasn't a lot of snow, so that was a giveaway. But the uniqueness of what I was able to experience in such a small window... Of what I saw, mm-hmm. made it one of the more unique places in Alaska I've ever, yep. i yeah. been. No, it's you know,
6: and that's like I, I jokingly said, it sucks, right? Because you know, like words getting out on certain things. Like,
2: yeah. where
6: where else in North America can you get an over-the-counter mountain goat attack?
2: Yeah, right. You right. know, and, and yeah. so <clears throat>
6: yeah, secret secrets out a bit, but that's all right. It, it's good for the local economy, and as long as as long as we as a community kind of embrace it and figure yeah. out how to make it work for us instead of. Put our heads in the sand and pretend like that's not happening and get run over by it we'll be good
2: well that and like let's let's not like sugarcoat it it's not easy no that's true okay it's not just like oh yeah i'm gonna go just run over there and go bag an animal no it will eat you up and spit you out you think you're gonna set up a base camp somewhere a weather system will come out and blow that thing all the hell and you're calling the coast guard like right, right. like that so right. i just I'm to not, make sure. like, I'd rather die than have to get rescued by the <laughs> I,
1: <work laughs>
2: I just mean uh, and just put it into perspective like for anybody to think they're just going to come to a place and it's just going to be an easy peasy hunt yeah. even though the access is great mm-hmm. it should never be disrespected as far as what the elements can bring oh, and, yeah. and the mm-hmm. truth of what that means that's
6: yep. harsh every hunter safety harsh. course I do I, I talk about that how yeah. if yeah. you don't have something like just a bivvy or something like I was on a hunt on the south end of the island a few years ago, and uh, long story, short version is we got put right on top of a salmon stream right at the very, very end of the run in in late November, and the Mm. bears were hungry, and did not want us there, had our bear fence there hitting it every night, getting pissed at us for being there, so we called and we were like, hey, can you guys, you know, we earned back a couple deer, probably time to move on. Yeah. Uh, And, like, winds are too bad today, we're not going to be able to get you. We're like, yep, understood. You know, it's not an emergency, just we're kind of done hunting. Well, then, that night, worst winds I've ever seen, I've ever hunted in my life. Yeah. Um, Miraculously, our tent stayed up.
3: Was it was it pressing it down against oh, yeah. you, and you're holding it we were, up? Yeah, oh, we yeah. were both
6: doing the whole like yeah. arms out, holding yeah. this thing up. Yeah. We'd, luckily, you know, the, my hunting buddy's like the most anal person I know, and so he would insisted on day one we guy out every single. Oh time yeah, yeah, it saved us, right? Yeah, so yeah. the next morning, uh, we called again. We're like, "Hey, weather's lighting up. Can you guys get us?" And like, was your tent standing? Like, yeah. Like, well, they recorded 98 mile an hour winds at Akia, the nearest to us. Like. In, uh we've got four blown out tents we've got to pick up first yeah yeah like if we can get to you guys today we will but if you got a tent still standing you're not the priority
0: yeah yeah another uh tent day yeah what are some things that you think uh kodiak needs like you'd love to see there i I know that we have double you got the you got the good cider there now Yeah. yeah um but what is something that like oh maybe this is something that maybe we could use uh, slowly
6: but surely, you know, the, the restaurant game's kind of stepping up. I always said it was uh, a little unfortunate that Dutch had a better restaurant selection than Kodiak. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. so, so that's
3: moving in the right
0: direction. Yeah,
3: noodles is legit in the sushi oh, yeah. spot. Oh, yeah. That's good.
0: Nope. I don't- those are two of my regulars. Yeah. I'm two of you, race That's Monday and Tuesday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then that food truck that's in front of the brewery across oh, the yeah. street from Double Shovel, that food truck is amazing.
6: And she is the sweetest lady. Yeah. Like we did, uh, BHA did a uh, invasive crawfish roundup in the river there, and she donated all the thing, mm. like everything, to yeah. come do a crawfish boil with her. What, what's her food truck? Uh,
3: millions Recipes. Yeah, mi- yeah. Yeah, that, that one that you got to hit if you're ever in Kodiak. You just yeah. go double swim and walk across the street to it. It's a yep. uh, it
0: fucking bomb, dude. Same, yeah. Philly cheese sandwich is what I get there. I, I did see on your page the crawfish thing. Is that like an invasive species you guys went and gathered up and then you ate them?
6: Yeah, so they think as far back as like 2000 or so, somebody introduced these signal crawfish to the Buskin River in Kodiak. And now there's thousands of them. Well, wow. the red salmon run in the Buskin River has been really struggling. Now, they don't know if there's a, a correlation or not. Okay. But we've had strong red salmon run elsewhere in the, on the island. Um so yeah, it's. We started it two years ago. We get uh, BHA sponsors it. We partner with one of the local native organizations, and we go out and round up as many crawfish as we can, and we have like a competition on which team gets the most, who gets the yeah. biggest, and you know it's it's a good, fun family event, and then we uh, yeah we do a big crawfish
0: boil at the end. Has it been contained to that river? So far, so good. Yeah, okay. that's the only river we're seeing it in. Do you think that eventually you guys will? wipe out that invasive species or it's just Uh, been multiplying
6: yeah the biologists say wiping out is not realistic but if we can like stay on top of the population that'll help yeah and so we're hoping um adf and g had a kind of well-intended but misguided policy that came out and said you cannot remove them from the river bed or riverside so like all the crawfish we caught we had to cook right there on the river oh wow to be legal uh,
3: is I that get it right still now? in place.
6: Well, I got, honestly I, I meant to check because yeah. they were supposed to update it. Because the intent is obviously you're not removing the live ones and putting them somewhere else, right? But like if we can get that rule tweaked so that we can actually like move them somewhere and have a during crab fest this year yeah really a big event yeah be we cool. want to do like big crawfish cook off and turn it yeah. into a real big yeah that'd event. be cool can you set traps for those things yep there's uh i got a actually i got a trap from one of my co-workers uh-huh. who, uh, he got his taken by ADF and g oh really because of that whole rule mess because um, you have to have a permit now so we we're operating under the native Corps permit, Oh, okay but his got taken and so i used it for that one weekend but yeah i'm hoping we can They'll fix that. So we
3: can similar to a uh, shrimp trap? or uh,
6: Much smaller, but yeah, 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 same yeah. concept.
3: Yeah, same side, of, same kind of bait in it.
6: Um, what, else, like cat food? Yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I wonder if you just, like, set those year-round how, how well that would do.
0: Couldn't hurt, right? Yeah. I'm surprised that they live through the, the totally. cold.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, they're all over the Midwest. Midwest is, you know, yeah. Minnesota, Wyoming. Yeah. I mean, those are cool places So yeah, I don't true. know Like if it's the exact Same species But in Kodiak's not that It's pretty temperate. It's it like is. living in Seattle You know
1: Yeah
0: I'm curious on Because I know that That crab fest event Is like Kodiak's Like main oh, huge yeah. thing and, and then with the closure um, Of a lot of the, A lot of the crab fisheries it, How that event Is going to look
6: Wow Let's be honest, Kodiak hasn't had crabs since like the eighties. So okay. They call it Crab Fest, but like there's one boat that like does like a pity visit with crab for the weekend. Um, so, I mean obviously Tanner's stuff but we're talking king crabs. Yeah. The other, has oh, hasn't yeah. been in Kodiak.
2: Right.
1: It's okay. Funny,
6: Kodiak was the biggest king crab fishery in the state in the eighties. Yeah. And Did it just it got get fished yeah. out. Did it
2: just get fished out? That's what
6: the fishermen say.
2: Yeah. I mean my on that note, my, my grandparents are, are homer natives, and, and uh, they say back in the 60s and 70s you could get King Crab right out in Catcher. Oh, yeah. I believe it. And that, like, they have that King Crab in the case, and that was a King Crab out of Catchmack Bay like right toward the end. Huh. And they saved that particular crab to hang in their bar because they knew that was the end of an era. And it's kind of a heartbreaking, isn't it? I mean that, I guess we just couldn't help ourselves, is that kind of what it comes down to?
3: We're overfishing the whole planet, you know? Good point. Uh, And I think that it's just going to get worse. There is some other stuff that I don't think, like, we have enough data on. There's these, just like with big game, there's these, like, macro life cycles. And so, like, the pollock and the crab are closely related in some of the other bottom fish. And so, right now, you know, I'm not an expert on it, but it's the most tanner crabs they've seen in Kodiak for since what 1986 19- 86 and so, oh, so they're just, de- they're just
2: rich right now and
3: they're seeing it directly connected to pollock so right now there there's not as many pollock as there had been and so now now it all those young crabs can get bigger so oh, so we know the pollock
2: are, are not wiping them out right, right. and
3: other in other fish right sure, other sure. other bottom feeding fish so it's like there's this macro life cycle that we're not aware of we're just kind of aware of so the overfishing like, like
2: rabbits and lynx will like influx, yes. right yep.
3: and big game in alaska is supposed to be 25 years we, but they're trying to keep that flat for us yeah. okay. you know um, okay
6: well that was you know like the whole bearings uh bering sea crab crash like that was i sat through a NOAA presentation on it and there's no doubt a ton of different factors that went into it but that's one of the theories is if you look at the sea ice and where it normally was, and where the juvenile crab are, they sit under the sea ice. Well, then that sea ice didn't exist for a couple winters, which allowed the pollock to go up and feed on them, and it decimated that cohort of juvenile
2: crab. Okay, hence why we have a closure now. Right. How long do they take to get to a mature age where you can harvest them? No, to no i didn't have I'm just asking everybody in general. Like, does anybody know? I'd that? have to I, Google I, that. Yeah, no, actually, that's a. I mean, it just came to me. I'm like, you say juvenile, yeah. craft, like what? How long does it take to be no. even get?
0: I just to that measure age? their backs. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was yeah. legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's jump into um, some of your, uh, you know, as Jack has young kids and I have young kids and so does so does. Uh, brandon and and you know we're trying to get our kids into archery and into hunting and and my son last year applied for his first time for his youth hunt um brandon's daughter um has has been lucky enough to uh win some of the permits and we've been on youth hunts and my son and, and jack's kids they've been on hunts you know as they are old enough to go and and be safe and so what what kind of uh inspired you to get into not only teaching your own kids but I mean you're teaching other people's kids as well
6: yeah um, so when I left Kodiak the first time I uh, was moving out to DC and I looked at the hunting regs and realized you can't really shoot a rifle east of the Blue Ridge Mountains uh, I was like I love hunting if I'm going to hunt probably going to need to figure out another way to do it right so I uh, went to Full Curl and got set up with a great bow and um, spent the next six months learning how to shoot archery And the next, and I've really I fell in love with it right it's just I mean, I love hunting in general, but archery hunting is just a whole new like, you know, where where your hunt normally ends with the rifle, this is where your hunt begins with a bow. Yeah. Um, and so coming back to Kodiak, uh, you know, the opportunity to teach others like I bought my daughter a bow as soon as she's old enough to pull the string, um, and a friend of mine, you know, he's talking about his getting his daughter into it, and I learned this. The school called the Nar- National uh, Archery Schools Program. ADF and G sponsors it. They give free training. Um, it's in some of those school, you know, throughout the state. A lot of schools have it, and uh, so I went up, got trained up in it. And then uh, at some point, my daughter's school had already had it because they already had the full set. You know, the, oh wow! The bows and everything. Nice. And so, oh, way really cool. Yeah, we ran a session of it, and then COVID, you know, hit and they shut it all down. But then, uh, so I went and got trained. Uh, pretty much the exact same training, but of course everybody's insurance requirements are slightly different, so I've been doing 4-H archery, because that stayed open um, for the last couple years as well, and it's just, man, I tell you, like, you get a kid, you know, you always start them off as close to the target, I mean, within a few feet of the target, so they're hitting it, so they don't get discouraged, but by the end of a, you know, four-week session, you're having balloon shoots, you're playing tic-tac-toe, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just so fun to watch that progress, yeah, and watch these kids develop a passion for it. Like yeah. some of my daughter's friends, who I've you know talked to shoot, are like every time they see me, they're talking about what they're doing with their bows and right. It's uh, it's it's rewarding. I I tell you, if you if you ever got into it, you'd understand why.
2: Yeah. Oh, I totally get it, man. I mean, the, you introduce something the kids get passionate about, it just explodes, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One Ain't of my
6: it? one of my favorite pictures we got at her house is uh, my daughter was doing her. Uh, Ballet like dress rehearsal or whatever, and she came back. It was a beautiful day, spring day. I was like, hey, let's shoot. And so I've got a picture of her in her ballet bun. In her, <laughs> yeah. shooting her. Bow in the front get a here. couple reps oh, in, Dad. I just yeah. need to
2: get my reps in today. <laughs> yeah, our, our boy Chad here, man. He's he's at his shop every night. Right now, you can't really go to any ranges but i'm jealous because i don't have any really where to shoot other than you know going to uh, an archery spot but i miss not being able to go in the backyard right now and yeah. shoot, yeah. And it's killing me i was shooting every day all summer long and then the snow hit and i haven't shot in probably two months now so i'm blessed the like basement
3: of my house has like a, is a straight oh, shot so through lucky, man. man it's it's beautiful uh, i won't let the, the kids shoot down 26 Nice, right. yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, it just it's just awesome, right? yeah, it just happens to be the whole length downstairs. But the kids aren't old enough to shoot in there yet. But uh, shout yeah. out to the Muni has the their free shoot on Sundays. Well, I guess they charge five bucks, but if you show up, you might not get charged. But they teach kids <laughs> at the, at the Kincaid um, Bow Range, and it's pretty rad. Uh,
2: so the Kincaid Range is still open all winter long. Yeah.
3: It's not. A, it's open for you to go into, but okay. they, but they don't, you know, manage. They're not the targets managing and, and like stuff. cleaning it up, okay, right? Okay. So you got to bring in your own targets in the winter. But everybody's
2: but probably got tracks and trails like yeah, oh yeah, no people the are the using it every day. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty red.
2: I gotta go get knock the rust off. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, my youngest
0: dope. is really into the bow, and and he made the big brother want to go get a bow, and and so now um, you know they're totally into it, and I'm I'm waiting to go see. Chris over there at Screaming Eagle to go get my bow. And, Shout out, Chris! And it's just it's just funny that like my kids are into something I've been wanting to get into, but I was like, well, let me get them into it, and then it's something that us three can go do. Yeah, you know, and then we'll work on mom.
1: We'll get mom in there.
0: <laughs> that's right. My
6: wife got her first uh, blacktail with a bow this year.
0: Oh, oh man, right. that's so cool. yeah, it's her. What's yeah. the story? <laughs> it's a good one. All so, right, let's, let's hear it.
6: We had a couple <laughs> neighborhood deer that were. Uh, like eating all the garden and stuff right before so every year on all, like right at the opening of the season they disappear yeah and uh it's weird how almost, they do that yeah <laughs> chewing on her garden she's like that fucker comes back when se- season's open he's down yeah and uh <laughs> i'm driving home from work and You're i see that it personal <laughs> i see the deer in my buddy in my neighbor's driveway and i called him i was like hey that deer is in your driveway if you want to you want to stick it He's like, oh, I'm going to hold on to my tag. You only know, you know, get one road system tag. I'm going to hold on to my tag okay. for a bit. He's like, Jess wants to go for it. And I'm like, hey, hey, baby, go get your bow. <laughs> so she's in her work clothes. She like, walks up, shoots this thing in the driveway. <laughs> 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 Took it up to his shop, butchered it. It was delicious. Yeah.
2: Oh, man, that's fantastic. Right in the driveway? Yep. Oh, man. And the flowers
0: will up. be back they, next year now. Right?
2: Yeah, they will. <laughs> <Curlo's damn laughs> she's going to expect you know? the same
0: thing next time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> was, it, was, it, like, was it a mature yeah, him? Him. <laughs> yeah, It was a, a little fork. Okay. Yeah. I'm still being an asshole, though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what size he is, he is. If he's eating my strawberries, he's going. Oh, that's right.
2: So if, you, if you've lived in, like, a, a south-central um, city area, and you see moose, you know, maybe once a week, right, whether it's, like, in your neighborhood or on the road, how frequently do you actually see deer living in Kodiak? Like... Um,
6: Almost daily or? It, well it depends on their cycle like they're okay. so susceptible to winter kill yeah they're that like on in 2018 I mean you'd see them every single day and then okay. we had a pretty rough winter and now they've rebounded pretty well was
2: 18 the the winter when there was like no snow in Kodiak. It I, I went deer hunting in Kodiak. That was that November trip, and on Thanksgiving Day I was hunting in a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a mild winter, wasn't it? Well, then, but it was the like into the early
6: 2019. Everything iced over.
2: Okay.
6: And there was no access to food. Right. Wiped them out. Yeah. And it okay. wasn't. It wasn't nearly as bad as the 2011 die-off. All right. But it was still like it. it made a noticeable difference. Okay. But there's still, I mean, there's still plenty of deer. Sure. Like sure. 2011, or yeah, the winter 2011 and 2012, the biologists were estimating that like 78 percent or something had died, and it was wow. it was noticeable. I mean, there were, you could put in a full hunt and get lucky to get on a little little
2: fork. Oh wow! Now, did you guys, was there a reduction in tags? Then it was still the same amount of tags given, but they just weren't getting filled. Yeah. So they okay. One of the
6: biologists told me they've they every time they've got to where they're considering kind of changing the tags. The the environment makes a correction. Yeah, and so like one on the road system, three off has has worked.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Because then that one's like pretty easy to access, but then the others you got to go ride or you got to right. go run a boat or go for a hike. Right. There are the other three. Yeah.
0: I'm curious on um you know as you live in Kodiak like your interaction with all those bears in in town and and as you drive around and like i mean i I send my kids off you know to the local hill to go sledding in the local park i mean there's got to be some some sort of you know more trepidation to to let that happen is is it like they're more outside of the town and you're not worried about or is that always in the back of your head
6: it's an issue um, you know I always thought I'd wait till my daughter was in like high school before she got a phone but she started walking home this year and so now she's got a cell phone because just in case or, yeah and we yeah. get you know they've got a good program you know they notify if, if bears are seen they send out alerts and stuff uh, okay the schools do uh, but yeah it's I mean it's all they're always out there um, it's not something you like that totally changes your life other than you're really deliberate with your trash
1: yeah. Oh,
2: uh, right.
6: Yes. Oh, yeah. God. Some interesting bear stories there. I had a buddy come visit and uh, went, I gave him my truck for the day. I came home and he's filleting fish on my tailgate. And oh, I, was like, man. I was like, hey, you, you can bring that in the kitchen, man. It's fine. And he's like, like, oh, I don't mind doing it out here. I don't want to make a mess of your kitchen. He's like, oh, well, you know, no, it's really fine if you go in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we prefer it in there. Yeah. <laughs> that night, a bear cheated my bumper off. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. you spray, sprayed the tailgate real well, you know. Yeah. And when he lifted it all of that poured down into the uh, bumper. Oh yeah. So. And
2: and it lured them right in. Yeah.
6: That was, that was a, you know, lesson learned, but
2: are, are, you guys got the bear proof cans? Uh, we out don't there too? actually.
4: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Huh.
2: It's
6: Kind I mean of a contentious not. issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it really?
2: Yeah. Why? Yeah.
6: Well, just because I mean we have so many problems with trash bears, yeah, yeah, and yet we don't
2: have them. Like, yeah, yeah, pissed off. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I guess like, what's the opposition to getting them? Just the cost.
2: I don't know of that they're well, the they're money. expensive. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably ultimately what the. Yeah. main I mean, we issue
3: need them in Girdwood, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah. I mean, shit, you need them in South on the hillside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, for I mean, sure. I've even got folks in my neighborhood that have them, which. I mean, I haven't seen anybody a bear get anybody's trash, but for the first time this year, I saw a bear scat in a a yard twice, in town, and I was like, huh, it was was nocturnal, so they came through at night, but it still was kind of like, shit, man, my kids ride their bikes up and down, like, it just kind of,
3: yeah, I mean, they're all over town, we had bears going through the little league field down yeah. and turning again this year so.
2: well yeah and then Win. and then you, you got the kodiak angle where no. it's a little bit more rural no. and you, oh, yeah. you know
3: and a lot bigger bears
0: yeah
1: exactly <laughs> yeah yeah
0: jack did you uh you got a trivia
1: i do line up okay yeah. as
0: you bring that up um as you work that i i can't i kind of want you to explain um your role with bha okay and yeah. maybe some of um your goals it within that role
6: yeah no thanks for asking uh yeah, so I'm the chair of the Alaska State Chapter. It's a volunteer position, a uh, three-year term. I'm in my second year of it. Nice. Um, in, what was it, 2017, I think, uh, the House filed a bill to turn over, like, all BLM land to states, and that was what got my interest in BHA. Was I was like, holy shit, you know, we got an amendment that protects our right to have guns, but we're a simple majority away from potentially losing the land we used to hunt, on, hunt with them. Uh, and that really caught my eye and BHA was one of the most vocal like in the front of that fight organizations yeah and that was what really you know got me interested I joined that year um, and then I went out east you know and I, I always say like the problem with Alaska is we're spoiled um, you know we've got so much access it's something people don't think about that much yeah. and yeah I go out east to Virginia and I'm literally hunting in like millionaires backyards yeah, right. that's where I can go to hunt. You know, yeah. people get pissed off because they wreck their Mercedes on a deer, and they're like, you can hunt my yard." Um, oh, but see. that's where we hunt. Yep. You know, because there's no public land, or very little, and uh, and so coming back to Alaska this time, I was like, "Man, we're we're so lucky. We don't know how good we have it." But you know, I want to be part of something fighting to make sure we maintain it. Uh, yeah. So that's what got me into BHA, and um, as chair of the chapter, I don't have, like a, we've got a ton of brilliant people and I'm not one of them. Um, you know, they, they're so smart on like the policy and the biology and, yeah. you know, I look at like, what can I do to help that? Cause I'm, I'm not gonna meet them at their level. Right. And so to me, it's this stuff, right? It's it's getting that message out because, you know, I always, I always tell the rest of the chapter, like, we've got some really amazing, motivated people, but there's not a ton of us. And right. numbers are what speak. You know, when you start talking to the politicians, if you come representing 1,500, 2,000 people in the state of Alaska, that's a big deal, you know. But okay. if you're only representing a hundred people in the state of Alaska, you're not going to get a seat. And yeah, you right. know, I'm sure you guys have heard. If, if you don't have a seat at the table, you're on the menu. You
1: guys. See you guys.
0: Right on.
2: Oh, that—that's a great point. And, and you're taking an opportunity to actually like be part of the solution, right? Right. Like, do something about it. Yeah.
6: And, and that's the thing, you know. It's I understand, you know, I mean. I grew up here we all did right like we're all kind of arm's length with the federal government and that's one of the things that makes it tough to sell the BHA message up here is we're in favor of federal lands but you know you look at American history and I can't you know you can't quote me on the number but like 90% of federal land that's been turned over to states has subsequently been privatized Um, so like while the federal government is not always a great partner at least that's land we can access, and our kids can access, and their kids. Yep. Um, once it goes to the state, you know, how's the state going to balance a, you know, budget if they've got a billion dollar deficit? Either take it out of PFD or sell off a bunch of land. Yeah. What's the easy button there,
1: right? Yeah. 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 Well,
2: that's tough when you live here and you're all for a solid budget in the state that you live in, and you know, uh, providing funds for roads and access to really these public areas when I think about it that way uh, but at the same time you don't want to see lands ever get privatized especially if they're areas that you recreated right? and they have a history and a soft spot in your heart not that that's what the politicians are going to hear but as Alaskans that's what we value yeah. right and so it, it's, it's a great point like it, these have to be protected man about
6: eight years ago, I did a 124-mile raft trip down the Wild River, which is anything but wild, um, up near the Koyukuk. Okay. Um, Ambler Road goes through. That trip where we didn't see another human being is going to be bisected by a mining river, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, unfor- like, that's not what I want to You're going to float
2: through and under a bridge where there's right. a big cat tractor driving yeah. over the top of it? Yeah. Kind of takes away from the fun, doesn't it?
6: Yeah. Quite a bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for for what you're doing. Are you going to yes. run again when you're when you're? How does that work? Or can you get voted back in, or do you have to do a, a rotation and come back three years later? Or no, um, I mean
6: the Godfather of Alaska BHA is here tonight. His name's Barry Whitehill. He, oh, uh, Barry,
2: man, I met him earlier. Yeah, he He's was, a beauty.
6: He is. He was. He was probably president of the chapter for like
2: 15 years.
6: Nice. Okay. Um, I was. Yeah. I think I'm probably the first one in 15 years. Other than uh, <laughs> Okay. But I mean, just it's so nice having that wealth and knowledge available he stayed on as vice president because i was new to it and uh so yeah I th- i'd like to stay with it I'm, I'm spread pretty thin right now but uh I bet you are I'm looking man. to offload a couple of things and bha is not one of them
2: good for you yeah, nice. yeah. that's only so many, so many hours in the day right right and it's <laughs>
3: tough
6: you know yeah and you
2: live in kodiak and
3: you got like kids you and know. you want to spend time with them that's right yeah. so are you looking for more so help good. are there people out there like some of our listeners that get help Give a hand,
6: or oh, we'll never say no to help. I yeah. mean, gosh, like I said, if you know, my goal, I've, always, I've said since the day I was made uh, chair of the chapter. If we can go, if I can go to Juno and say I represent fifteen hundred sportsmen, yeah, like that gets us into anyone's office, yeah, and they'll they'll be listening to what we have to say, yeah.
0: yeah. We'll get there, man. Yeah, uh, uh, a little preface on this uh, trivia. I think we've got two answers correct out of 100 so far. <laughs> I, okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, no pressure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. We've you sure always me fun there, we always
3: learn something. All right. We we so uh, today's uh, today we're you know talking about Kodiak and one of the things you know we're is the crab. So I wanted to know what the world record crab size was for a king crab, and I had no idea. So I looked it up, I googled it, and then I reconfirmed it. So uh, what's the largest king crab ever?
2: Uh, if I could just ask a general question: this commercial kind of goes, or wreck? This goes into maybe like. Uh, Against the rules of the trivia, what's an average mature sized king
0: crab?
3: Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look that up.
0: Now, are we talking um, well, uh, length? If you, think, like,
3: if you think about like when you go get the 10 pound box, you know, from Costco you know you got and that's not the biggest one that's probably average and it usually has like about a full crab in it and that's 10 pounds
2: well my my thought process on that question was to give me perspective on like what an average sized crab was so that i could go oh wow that's an average size. so a world record should be like this big because an average king salmon is what like 22 pounds right well and you can in, in central like alaska yeah, pounders, yeah, right right like so okay. can, give me something
3: yeah but if you go to southeast they're like 16 so yeah. okay so
0: you're looking yeah. for a poundage
3: yeah so oh, in, pounds. in weight in pounds,
1: pounds okay
3: there we go my bad okay how okay. many pounds all right and so like the costco one without the gill plate without you know all that it's, it's i don't know 10 pounds i'm gonna go uh oh, you can't go over it's bob barker stuff i'm gonna go uh 18 18. Uh, twenty-six.
6: One dollar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how about
3: twenty-four? Ooh, yeah, you nailed it. it. Is exactly twenty-four
0: 24? pounds. Oh, shit, yeah. good job. Yeah. No, oh, okay. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> you just let us suckers just like uh huh. You win
0: a BHA membership.
2: <laughs> <laughs> On next a year. Yeah. All right. All right.
3: If you know the answer, this one, just answer it last. Okay. So what's the uh, what's the largest fishing fleet harbor in the United States? Where where is it located? Dutch Harbor.
2: I feel like I want to say somewhere in California, and that sounds crazy, but it just seems like there'd be
0: Long Beach.
1: <laughs>
2: I feel like it, I I don't yeah sure like, yeah. California Long somewhere I don't know like I don't know, yeah, yeah, like, I don't yeah. know that one. Yeah. I'm not even gonna throw it out.
6: You didn't pick up on the hint.
2: <laughs> I mean Dutch. I mean it makes sense, but I, <laughs> he, he told
6: you when he asked me not to answer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kodiak.
6: Okay. <laughs>
1: so it's Thanks Dutch.
6: It's Dutch. But oh. this year, it's Kodiak. Okay, are you talking volume or are you talking number of vessels? Number of vessels. So oh. Kodiak has more permanently assigned vessels.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I know that okay. this year for sure they yeah. do, but in the, you know on a normal year, I thought it was Dutch. So real quick. So it must be on volume.
6: Yeah, volume. Dutch is always like... Almost always by volume. Yeah, by volume, officially at the number one harbor, yeah. but Kodiak's got the largest fleet
3: okay. in the country. It's amazing. Have you guys been to the harbor at Kodiak? Yes, I
2: have. And that's I have. where all the yet bo- to both go to. Base Kodiak. right, oh, yeah. and then right. they go out of Kodiak and go around into Dutch. Yeah. Hence the volume. Yeah, part. yeah, that makes but sense. But they're based in Kodiak. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Is Homer kind of a close second?
6: Homer? No, because Homer has almost no fishing fleet left. Yeah, it's not even close. Oh, okay. the
3: private harbor in. We I mean, Co- see a lot of crab boats in Homer, though. Yeah. I mean, there's
6: some, but okay. compared to what it, I mean, compared to the not- '80s and '90s, both okay. Homer and Seward have really okay. kind of flushed okay. out most of their fishing boats. Sure, sure. So you got to yeah. go
3: next time you're there. Go this over far, the huh? Near yeah. Island Bridge in Kodiak. Yes, and then drop down over there. There's a whole other harbor that's bigger uh, than the other harbor. That's
2: where all the commercial boats. Yeah, are.
3: and that's where the commercial okay, boats are. Okay. And they, it's like I've it's seen all their towers crazy. sticking up over there. Yeah, it's okay. like it dwarfs anything you've ever. And then these massive, like hundred foot boats on shore.
6: Oh, we got six hundred eight slips.
3: Cool.
6: Oh yeah. Oh wow. That's so then,
3: in volume, the second biggest one is that Cape Cod in uh, Massachusetts, so that's like, I think, what, you know, the state, that's always been like that famous... Not quite
2: California, but...
3: Yeah, that famous, like, lobster one.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. I didn't think about that.
3: Okay. East Coast, huge. So, uh, you know, I really respect the Coast Guard, and and I really love that they have such a mega presence in Alaska. I wish they had some in Whittier, but they don't. Um, How many uh, Coasties, enlisted, and officers are in Kodiak? Don't go over a number of people.
2: Twenty-two enlisted?
3: enlisted, enlisted and officers. So the total Coast Guard presence in terms of people. How many? You know how? What's the total sum of them in Kodiak?
6: One want to say it's like nine hundred.
3: It's 602. So it's the (laughs) biggest Coast Guard base in the United States.
2: You went over. I went went on...
0: Yeah, I was maximum.
1: way low. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What? <laughs> like no, it's huge.
0: I was thinking like how many people work for the Coast Guard there? I don't know. Yeah, Come
1: it's six hundred
2: It's crazy. Bro. Yeah. There's like
0: eight hundred people on Kodiak total. I'm gonna shame you. Like, there's, there's like, like the three hundred just at the makeup. air station. Really?
3: Yeah. It's our base in Alaska, right? Like there's not what well, it's until Sitka that you get another big base. That many? So they do all of, like, South Central's all Kodiak people. Like, if we have problems out in the sound, it's Kodiak or Sitka, whoever can get there faster.
2: Valdez is, like, the the main Prince William sound, uh, like... First responder, right? Well, they've be, got a they've got a
6: boat station there,
5: yeah.
2: Why does Whittier not have a boat? What is with that? Um, what,
6: because the Coast Guard, like pure speculation, right? Sure. But I would I would imagine it's because Whittier was nothing until the tunnel was open to vehicle yeah. traffic in the late nineties, and the Coast Guard hasn't really grown in that oh, in that okay. mission set since then. Okay. Um, you know and so uh, unfortunately most of where they're located is based off what was needed in like the 60s and 70s okay yeah, yeah cause it's a legit question they do have auxiliary units there but they yeah. don't really do search and rescue i mean I've, I've picked up waylaid hunters out of whittier before
2: oh okay you know, and, and you were you flew out of kodiak into whittier to go out in a boat is that what ended up happening no so
6: um during the summer from like Labor Day or Memorial Day to Labor Day, there's a, a Coast Guard helicopter is left in Cordova. Okay. Um, and so I was out there, and there oh, were some okay. hunters who swamped their boat, trying to get back into Whittier, and we went and picked them up off the shore.
2: Which was a quick hop out of Cordova, yeah. right over. Yeah. I just wondered, because the the public access presence of Whittier, totally. I feel like would give. We talk about like the assholes that buy a boat that don't know what they're doing thing. Mm-hmm. That like there's more of I think of those people. That are buying boats and dunking them in Whittier and going out to the sound because it's closest to Anchorage or so yeah. That you would think, by process of error, mm-hmm. you know, there's just more room for error with lots of rookie boaters out sure. there. Right. That you would want, I guess, like what the state troopers are probably the presence. No, it's really, I mean,
6: the Coast Guard, I mean, if you're talking maritime rescue, it's generally going to be the it's Coast be Guard, the Coast yeah, Guard. out of LD's. Well, they can get, you know, if you're talking helicopters, I mean, they can get from Kodiak to uh, Whittier in an hour. Okay. Uh, just I mean, it's mm. pretty quick. And, yeah. Yeah, you talk about <laughs> my dad's got a Coast Guard punch card for the number of times he's been rescued. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that's out of Seward? Uh, Whittier. Oh, Whittier, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. yeah. So when I ask this question, the response I get from, like, the kind of the Whittier... Long time, long standing with your people is that hey, we you know, we, we had Lot, lazy at Otter and we still have them, but now you have to And so, oh, it's like if you point. have an emergency, like the, the chopper I didn't know will get to there. you, but Sito is who you use, and they're like, set an anchor, he'll come, you okay. know, and it's so, and, in the
2: water. right. Okay. And so, it's
3: like, I think 99% of the people there, including myself, have a Sito membership for that reason. Yep. And I mean, Sito yep. okay. will pull you if you run out of gas. For free, what? Yes, but you got to pay the membership. Yeah, so oh, it's like whatever well. ninety nine bucks a well, year. Well, that's worth it. Oh yeah, ninety nine okay. bucks a year, and you get pulled in for free. Yeah.
2: Well, isn't it like the maritime rule to if there's like a boat in distress that the most close boat, commercial or uh, what was the word I'm Recreational. For, recreational. Um, go to the aid of that boat. Isn't, I think, that,
3: isn't I think that
2: kind here. of the maritime?
3: It's not a rule. I think yep. it's like you to No, no, I mean, it's like it's, like, like it's a like, good it's good an etiquette yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? No, for
2: sure. Cause I've, heard a lot, I've heard distress calls in the past, and it's always commercial boats that go to that boat. Yep. They don't even balk. They just like, I'm oh. in route, boom,
1: yeah. going I to was, that person's
2: aid.
6: I was at a Dutch a couple of years ago, and there's a crabber that sank, and we flew over another, like, on our way to them, we flew over a boat that was, like, full tilt, trying to get to them to help oh that's okay like we got on scene they're 15 minutes behind us like hey are you guys all yeah you know, they're all on the raft like you guys safe like yep like, all right we'll just wait for the boat like yeah oh and, okay and, because let
2: them get them
6: yeah it's that a boat. lot safer to have them climb a, a ladder up to the boat and try to hoist them out of the water yeah. okay
2: okay yeah. so you gauge those situations oh, yeah. by the surrounding response yeah uh,
1: okay
6: that's what I, you know we we're talking about earlier like that's where i i think i was pretty good at it yeah that you know younger younger less experienced people that
2: they want so bad to get that
1: yeah big, you know
6: and they'll
2: they'll try oh, yeah, yeah they train and they yeah. want to like exercise you want and the training shirt, right? and, yeah yeah yeah, yeah and you get you a little get out older there, and you're these like, like these guys are eating steaks they're fine yeah
6: but <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best the best you'll ever get out there is the fire what we call the fired medevacs they call in and say someone's you know chest pain is one you always respond to right
1: oh
2: sure and sure like, oh we got a
6: crewman having chest pain and you get out there and He's you're just lowered, over, you're it down, and they come out with their little roller suitcase because they got fired. Oh no! It, that really doesn't happen much anymore, but it was kind of a it was kind of a thing for a
2: while. Wow! Oh was, shit! Yeah. Green Greenhorn got kicked out of there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Pretty aggressive>.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's expensive to pull that boat in and lose a few days fishing, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. for sure. yeah, yeah
3: wow and but then the risk like you know if you're flying in bad weather and stuff oh, yeah. to everyone on board of that chopper and, well,
6: and that like i said that that was yeah. a different era that doesn't really happen yeah, yeah. they it's largely professionals out there and um
2: yeah like you don't take anybody out that's going to get fired on the spot to right. get helicoptered out anymore
6: yeah and they and the you know the, <laughs> there's you know a lot of a lot of over the last 20 years a lot of mutual respect's been developed and the crabbers sure. treat us well and we respect what they do so there's yeah the games are kind of over yeah Yeah.
2: see through the crap
1: uh
0: i got a couple last minute kind of quick fire questions before before we go into the last break and then we have adam come on and uh announce the winner of the uh the giveaway there um bucket list adventure for 2023
6: uh this is the year i'm drawing that sheet tag okay Yeah.
0: yeah nice which one's that?
6: Uh, what is it? One forty one, the archery? Yeah. I've been putting in I've I've been putting in for sheep tags now for fifteen years, so yeah. uh, I'm due.
3: You're ready.
2: Appreciate your enthusiasm, man. He's like I'm drawing it. Like my name or it's pretty much already drawn. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Have you gotten close enough to a sheep at this point? I've never drawn a tag. Have you ever sheep hunted? No. Oh, wow. oh man! Oh man! Oh, well, you're in for one. But my buddy's gonna go full. full my buddy's a on the First run.
6: My buddy's a guide and sheep okay. guide, and he's like, if you draw that tag, he's like, I will drop what call I'm me. doing, no, no, and we're gonna that's go get super it. Super cool. Like, Good for you. Uh, he's favorite. the guy whose daughter right. I taught to
0: <laughs> yeah. shoot. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Favorite game
1: meat. Moose. Moose. Got call. it. Good Salmon
0: on. or halibut. Salmon. Oh, nice bear spray or pistol bear spray
3: Ooh, or flare the coast Guard's like they use the flare yeah.
2: <laughs> does, does the horn ever really work
1: uh you know
6: my daughter my kids have a horn in their treehouse so okay i think it's better than nothing yeah
2: is is, the, is that horn more to more or less to tell you dad that we see a bear it's yeah I mean, I just wondered if you, if you got a bear within like 10 yards away and you blew that horn, yeah. do you think it might actually make it turn around? Like I think that, it would at least slow it down. Maybe like make it pause yeah. for a second. When
3: it now. gets real close, you just cup it over its ear. <laughs> but,
6: <laughs> but to elaborate on the uh, bear spray pistol question, if I'm back country, it's a pistol. The bear spray, like I've re- read a ton of research on it. Like The bear spray is, re- and I've one of my best friends went through a canister of it and it, his experience reflected the research bear spray is incredibly effective but they will circle back once they've been sprayed if they have time mm. and that's what happened to him he was way back country and he emptied a canister on a bear and it worked great the bear took off but he was you know 20 miles inland or something oh, and, uh, once
2: it shook it off it
6: came, came back, back looking for him
0: yeah yeah well, Dave, we appreciate you coming on, and we appreciate BHA hosting this night with us and um, all the things that you guys are doing, and we know that you had a early morning flight coming in here and, and a full day, so thank you for what you're doing, and anybody yep. that's listening in, do what you can to uh, support BHA because they're fighting for um, not only Alaskans' rights but everyone's rights in the United States for all the public land that we deserve right. to have. That's right. 40,
2: 48 states strong, right? Yeah.
0: Thanks, so guys. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, Dave. Thanks oh, for thanks your for time, coming. In. Yep. We'll be right yeah. back, guys.
2: Tailored Restoration 24-hour emergency home services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, mat or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
3: Since 2008, Serranos is Anchorage's own new generation of old cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo, but don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at
0: serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Glue, and one of our favorites, sugar cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store.
1: There you go. Uh,
0: and uh, um, I wanted to say thank you once again to all the BHA people and all the people that came out here. Um, we have Adam from uh, Fishhound Expeditions. He's going to announce the uh, winner of the float trip for two. Oh um, yeah. So I think we're going to take a little video. If you're catching this late and you're not sure if you won, um, it'll be on our Instagram, and I'm sure it'll be on BHA's Instagram and all that stuff as well. Um, so thank you again for all the people that came out tonight it was a wonderful night thank you to the palmer house bha and all the people that gave away stuff um adam thanks for jumping on with us really quick yeah thanks man um i have that mic a little closer to you there Um, i'm gonna do a little video too so that when we do the announcement it could be out on instagram and people i'm sure will get the email as far as on the podcast as well so you're not nervous in front of the camera are you
5: no but all good
0: okay all right good 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 let me get you here um, so we're doing the giveaway for the trip for two, correct? Yep. Um, and how did you choose the winner?
5: I have no idea. I'm just the one reading the. Okay. List here. <laughs> I've been drinking beer, listening to you guys laugh the whole time. So hey, real,
2: hey, real quick, before we do the giveaway, we probably want to make the or have the the room get quiet so they can hear it right now they will not be able to hear it over the speaker Sorry. i think everyone's drinking beer and eating food right I know, now i can bark. Actually, yeah. could bark i actually james could bark do you do think I we talk? should quiet
0: it down really quick or do real, you think yeah, that
2: real real quick we, we'll, do, we'll just get everybody to give us a quick second okay, you, got, you guys it. ready all right ready? yeah where james go hey james hey,
5: Mark it up. oh yeah
3: Well, A, Fish Island Expeditions, huh?
2: James, yeah. you, you can get loud if you want. Oh, are we good? We're good. Well, shit, okay. All right. All so, right. Uh, we got winners. All right. Uh, Adam, you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: all right here, let's get the phone oh yeah adam
0: about to go thank you for everyone for coming out as well and spending some of your hard-earned money over here at the palmer house supporting bha um this is one of our first live podcasts and hopefully there'll be more to come and we will improve as we continue to do this <laughs> thank you for sticking through this i know it's a little hot in here a little cramped a little loud maybe not loud enough for everyone listening but thank you everyone for sticking it out
5: all right so we got the first winner here you win an nrs chinook life vest which is a very good life west we got alex roy alex roy congratulations yeah. alex roy, are you here?
1: Yeah,
5: buddy. <laughs> and for another awesome nrs chinook life x we got dave johnson oh yeah oh, yeah. oh, dave? oh that he's might be a setup on huh? the harbor <laughs> <laughs> he's got um, plenty of those all right, up next for an awesome Mystery Ranch S250 pack, we got George, sorry if I butchered, butchered the pronunciation here, Guys? G-E-I-G-E-S, Georgie?
3: Oh, Georgie, yeah, Georgie. Old Georgie.
5: <laughs> All right, Georgie. Good, Good pack. <laughs> and this is something I'm familiar with, the fish pond S400. It's, it's a dollar sign. Oh. <laughs> $400, <laughs> not the S400, <laughs> <laughs> so familiar. Nice. <No>, <laughs> We got Jennifer Durban. Durban?
0: Jennifer Durban. All right.
5: Jennifer? Yep. All right. All right. All right. We got winners. And then for the Grundens $400 store credit, we got Rob Paybell. Woo! Rob yeah, Paybell. There it is.
3: He's getting dirty in those. It's a
5: winner. <laughs> And <laughs> then who's coming fishing with us? We got Ken Dunlop coming on a Dunlop. All right, Ken Dunlop. Ken he Dunlop here. All right,
2: Ken. That's
5: the that's the that's the top notch. Excellent. Yeah? Thanks, everyone, for it. coming out, supporting BHA. Uh, all these raffle tickets go to benefit BHA and getting veterans out fishing and hunting. So they're going to a very good cause, not just lining your boys' pockets. So thank you, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. And as well, always, Alaska, for that out, Adam. as always, as always, stay wild, Alaska.
1: You! Yes, i speaking
4: to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious? When you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing?
0: The Alaska Wild Project Podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors.
2: Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at
0: 906 West Northern Lights arbor digital the forefront of digital assets cryptocurrencies and wealth management providing a low-cost research-based investment strategy for alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work
3: tailored restoration 24-hour emergency home services helping alaskans restore their dreams since 1972 services include fire water mold post-emergency cleaning repair and remodeling Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience.
3: Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
0: TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The
2: Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier, locally owned and operated cannabis retailer located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
3: The Bait Chat. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge, can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them.
0: Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider.
2: The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org.
4: Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy
1: if our troops march as well as the enemy, and it is unmanned.